0: It's time to dive into the latest news and updates from the Vegas Golden Knights. This is Nighttime at Noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Live from City National Arena inside Studio 31, welcome to Nighttime at Noon. Darren Millard along with the VGK Insider, Gary Lawless, uh, getting you through the next hour. And then we'll take a break and we'll be back with the VGK Insider Show. And this is all about the Vegas Golden Knights and a little bit of Live radio therapy today, Gary. You're going to just talk me through it. You're going to help me through the next uh, couple of days as the Vegas Golden Knights wrap up their five-game road trip. Uh, Still searching for the first victory, uh, getting set to play the Winnipeg Jets tomorrow. So how are you going to handle this? Do you want me to come to you and uh, voice my concerns, or do you want to just take the initiative and calm me me down? You come to me. All right, uh, because I don't know whether this is going to be more therapy or, like, bartender-ish. Uh, we both have more familiarity with the bar scene and how that works. So you're going to be the bartender. I'm going to be the guy sitting at the counter, uh, having uh, having some problems with uh, various parts of my my life, and you're going to get me through this day. Uh, the Golden Knights falling to the Columbus Blue Jackets yesterday, six four. So I'm 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 happy. I'm happy that the Golden Knights scored a bunch of goals yesterday.
1: Uh, yeah, that's a, a positive from mm-hmm. that game, uh, but uh, at, what, at what at what expense? Right. Did they abandon? Uh, here, here, uh, here. I'll boil it down for you. I don't like Thanks. the way the team's playing, mm-hmm. um, and I put that ahead of of the injuries. Uh, then the injuries compound it. So I think yesterday they, you know, made a decision. We're going to try and score, and. Um, vacated some of the the details that you need to play with at this time of the year i I think they probably needed to flip the script actually focus on defense we heard jonathan marshall say after the loss in pittsburgh we need to look after things in our own end and the offense will take care of itself that's not what they did yesterday they Pursued offense and did not take care of things in their own zone. A couple of those goals scored against were uh, were D-zone, break, D-zone coverage breakdowns and, uh, you know, uh, a lot of two-on-ones, a lot of opportunities for the Blue Jackets and, uh, and Columbus. Give them credit. What opportunities they were given, they cashed in on. So chicken or the egg? Yeah.
0: This is the scenario. Is the slump caused by the injuries? And then uh, exacerbated because the team isn't playing well, or is the slump caused because the team isn't playing well and exacerbated because of the injuries? Yeah,
1: I'll take the latter. Yeah, uh, because you can control the way. Obviously, this roster isn't as good as the roster that Kelly McCrimmon and George McPhee envisioned. They're you know they got nine regulars out and uh, almost forty million dollars. I pulled in today. Teams on the road, and yeah. the parking lot was full, the players' parking lot. A lot was of cars full. there. A lot of cars. A lot of guys getting rehab. So, but that being said, you know this team won early in the year with a decimated lineup, and they did it by you know by by getting back to basics and and playing the right way. I, you know, there Pete DeBoer said last night. You know, in this league, you got to find ways to win two-one or six-five. Where what's troubling is we're not finding any ways to win right now, and uh, and he was you used the word after you, and which was the right word. I used the wrong word on the broadcast. I I you said exasperated, and that's what Pete was last night after that game. So uh, I, I I do think that they need to find a way to get uh, that detail back in their game. And uh, and focus on that. It's great to score three or four a night, uh, but not if you're letting five or six in. And, uh, well, that's, it's what funny we saw, because
0: that's what we saw last night. For the first three games, it was, you've got to find a way to score three goals.
1: Yeah, I thought they were in those games. I didn't think they were in that game last night as much as they...
0: I got the same feeling. Even though they got back to 5-4? A
1: lot of that was score effect, right? That yeah. was Columbus. Columbus isn't good defensively. They got out to a big lead and then tried to you know, tried to shut it down, and that actually gave some opportunities. But
0: you ended up in the same spot within a goal yeah. and a chance to, to get it to overtime.
1: Yeah. yeah, didn't get there.
0: So why was it successful early in the season in November with... All the Henderson guys coming up and a depleted lineup, and not now.
1: Yeah, well, they were playing differently at that stage than they are right now. Uh, Could there it be was,
0: that the other teams are playing differently now because well, there's, there's a bit of that for time. sure. Yeah, it, and, but and but, guys have, uh, other teams have raised the level of their play.
1: Yeah, except for you know, you you, you lost uh, Buffalo, Philly, and uh, Columbus on this trip—all non-playoff teams. So to say that they have raised their level. Buffalo beat Toronto yesterday too. They seem to have a little bit of mojo going. Buffalo's right a juggernaut right now. I, don't know, I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I I don't think that for whatever reason that the Golden Knights are playing. When Pete DeBoer arrived here, he said there were some non-negotiables, and uh, they they look to be negotiable right now, and 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 that uh, that's something that. That the players need to figure out, like the, the coaches. Uh, I am. I think firing coaches and blaming coaches is lazy. Like uh, you know, the structure and whatever team does in the NHL is is very similar. Players have to decide that they're going to play the right way. That they're going to okay. We're we're in this situation. We need to to you know our D zone coverage has to be flawless we have to pay attention to that we've got to all get back we've got to work as a five man unit that all comes from the players Uh, the coach can do so much but at a certain point in time the players are the guys that tie up the skates and and go over the boards and play and so like i do think you know we heard marshall say some stuff on friday night and then you heard stevenson say some stuff last night he said you know uh, it enough is enough. We should have had our wake-up call by now. Well, those are words. It's time for actions. It's time to play in, in that right fashion. They've got uh, 21 games left. The the, the cutoff is going to be in between 93 and 95 points. Let's say it's 94 for ease of what we're going to... Like, they're going to win 13 of their last 21
0: games. Got to get 26 points.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, maybe it's 12 six and three or whatever, you know, whatever it is. But they need, you know, they need 12 to 14 wins.
0: Did you sense a difference in the players' reaction yesterday than previous games or maybe prior well, to you, the, you, the, the, you, the Pittsburgh game? I did.
1: You did. We talked about this. I felt, uh, I
0: felt like there was – they were more ticked off yesterday yeah. than we're playing well, we're getting chances, uh, process – and 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 more athletes speak. Yesterday was emotional.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it, it, Chandler Stevenson said he was sick of it, mm-hmm. and that you know, he, you know, that the, the, the wake up call should be there. That was some honest stuff from him. This is what you know. It's hard, so hard to quantify.
0: I've been waiting. I've been waiting for that.
1: Yeah, sure. So and, and, you know, I mean, and this is like Winnipeg is is a playoff game. The rest of the games are playoff games. Playoffs have started now for the Golden Knights.
0: So you have three best of seven series.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, and that that gets you to twelve wins. It's a little shy of what you. I think but, it, but you close. gotta you yeah. gotta win you gotta uh, win three best of yeah, seven. Re- really good math. Yep, yep. Uh, or good good analogy, good way of putting it. Um, and then if you want to win the Stanley Cup, you gotta win four. So you got yeah. seven best of sevens. Uh, uh, you're staring, but this is what happens: the teams uh, that you know that 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 are on the bubble. You you have to you have to raise that level. And listen, I'll say this. It, it looks pretty dire at, at this juncture. You know they're in the playoffs today by dint of having played more games than other teams and have more points. But points percentage uh, they, they'd be out if you if we were doing it purely on points percentage. If they, if they manage to, to if they find a way to, to stay in and get in and, and be a playoff team, there is the potential that you get, I don't know, maybe you get all nine back. maybe all nine guys trickle back into the lineup and then at the opening night of the playoffs, then you you know then you're a monster that whoever is whoever you're facing in the first round is like, honestly, This is what we 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 were. This is our reward. Yeah, 110 points, and this is what we draw. Arrested Mark Stone if Mark can get healthy. Arrested Alec Martinez if Alec. We don't know where these guys are at health wise. Um, so it's like it it's a huge guessing game in that regard. But that is this team isn't done until it is done, and I would be. Really, I think it'd be really fun for Golden Knights fans. Uh, first of all, you know this is this is why you're a fan. Like you want it. Like the struggles and the challenges are what makes it exciting. Yeah. If if they manage to get a in, stressful too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, I went home last night and. I wasn't in a very good mood, <laughs> you know, It was, and I can imagine lots of fans weren't either. It's no fun watching them lose four in a row. And, but, you know, again, this is why, you know, there's 32 teams now. Uh, there's great parity. The Toronto Maple Leafs haven't won the Stanley Cup in 55 years. Don't use that as an example. Why not? Because it's... It's the Vancouver re- Canucks have never won the Stanley Cup. It's not Cup. realistic. Vancouver
0: Canucks have never won the At Stanley Cup. They've been Cup.
1: to a few finals. The San Jose Sharks have never won the Stanley Cup. They've
0: been to a few finals. Toronto hasn't even been to a final in that whole time. <laughs> they're 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 yeah. an exception to the rule. It's well, bizarre, but we no, get some news the, on Austin but, Matthews but, uh, coming. Uh, no,
1: up. this is what I'm saying is, you know, that, like there's, go to Toronto, go go to Canada, and, and
0: yeah, Toronto's burning today.
1: People are, but but they are fans. They stick with their team. Like this isn't like, oh my God, you've lost four in a row. Let's uh, let's 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 find something else to do. This is when you dig in. Yeah. This is when you're like, okay, I I am gonna really cheer for my team and hope they get in. And if they do, there's a reward. There's the playoffs and there's a chance to win the Stanley Cup. And uh, again, like it would be, uh, you know, I don't have the crystal ball, but it would it it would be exciting to have this 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 group get healthy get in and get, and then get healthy and then cuz the other thing and and I'll say this to Golden Knights fans no one likes the Golden Knights they were everyone's fa- second favorite team in year 1 not anymore people are golden knights are the league villain people are hoping that they fail like they're going into Winnipeg tomorrow night and those Jets fans they never want to stand in the cup either well the the Winnipeg Victoria's won a Stanley Cup in, like, 1927 or something like that. But this version, you know, like the, the Winnipeg Jets, that, that franchise, they don't have a Stanley Cup to their name. Uh, and do, you, do you
0: think the Golden Knights are the villain of the, of the yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. Well, there's a good player available? Okay, we'll take him. Yeah. Like, people get sick of seeing that. Yeah. Seeing, you know, Bill Foley continue to say that management – go ahead, and then management having the courage and the determination and the creativity to figure out how to do it.
0: I have a test for you
1: coming oh, okay, up in the next great.
0: segment. Okay,
1: yeah.
0: I'm going to test Gary Lawless. Challenge him. On what? Uh, live on the air. I can't tell you. Because well, you'll, cause then you'll use the whole commercial break uh, to practice.
1: I, I don't. I, I'll, I know cup winners I don't know years.
0: I never said it was that. Okay. Uh, and we are going to go down a path of whether or not the Golden Knights should be looked at differently now than they were at the start of the year. Uh, but first, uh, the Craggy Range is the perfect place to enjoy a pregame or a postgame meal. This is cool. So Craggy Range, Sports Bar and Grill, yeah. at the Dollar Loan Center in Henderson. They've got this cool thing, and then I'm going to get back to the uh, the Craggy Range uh Read. They've got this ice bar thing where you put your beer. So you're at your bar, at the bar, you you put it down, and it's got this cool strip that's ice keeps cold. it cold, keeps it cold. So I've never
1: seen it before. Well, I it's so I, awesome. I drink. I don't drink fast. I, it takes me a while to finish it. Yep. Well, the first beer I inhale, but after that. The, the, I, I, sometimes the heel gets warm on me, so yeah. that's. So a have nice thing to have you seen this something like this before? No.
0: It's awesome. No. Uh, so I was down there the other day, at the Dollar Loan Center, yeah. uh, the Big West uh, Basketball Tournament. I saw this. I'm like, this this needs to be everywhere.
1: I'm doing my first game there on Friday night. I'm uh, yeah. doing uh, Vegas Nighthawks. The Nighthawks. I'm doing color with. Uh, with uh, Ben Edwards. Uh, look I look forward to it. Right. Uh,
0: I hope you do, too. Well, you got a couple of days to get it all straight. No, away. no. Uh, I can't Craig Range Sports Bar and now. Grill. Uh, come to watch your nights uh, on one of their big-screen TVs or huge outdoor LED screen. Enjoy your favorite craft beer, wine, bourbon, or cocktail while you catch the action. You can find a full menu for the whole family, plus a full bar with 16 beer taps. Then you got that ice strip, that that. Thing that keeps your beer cold. Restaurant is located uh, left of the main entrance at the Dollar Loan Center, and even features an extended patio. Craggy Range Sports Bar and Grill is open daily, no ticket required. The big test of Gary Lawless's knowledge is coming up on the other side of Nighttime at Noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas and all of our social media channels. We're back to Nighttime at Noon on your home for the Vegas Golden Knights, Fox Sports Las Vegas. History made last week at the Dollar Loan Centre with the Big West Basketball Championships. And now, coming up on Friday, the first Vegas Nighthawks game. And it's going to be played uh, all at the new Dollar Loan Centre in Henderson and the arena's brand new website, Uh Check it out for upcoming events, seating charts, arena policies, and more, including your chance to purchase tickets uh, for... Events like the Nighthawks and the Silver Knights, uh, their first game on April 2nd. It's all coming together at the com.
1: Ben Wilson, play-by-play, mm-hmm. play, Friday night. I'll be doing color.
0: B-Dub. B-Dub. That's what they call him. Okay. All right. Uh, just uh, He's an accomplished
1: that. guy. He's done a lot of great football stuff. I know. Stuff. Amazing. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm I, looking forward. I, football was, uh, I did a lot of television uh Football TV in Canada, and I'm looking forward to to getting back in the... uh... You ever been an analyst, though?
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's uh that's not on television,
1: be. but uh, t- on radio. Yeah. That's yeah. uh
0: that's awesome. Yep. Uh looking forward to it. That's coming up uh the Dollar Loan Center this Friday. Uh Coach uh Davis, it's gonna be awesome, uh, a lot of fun, uh, like nothing we've we've seen before at that brand new facility of the Dollar Loan Center. So here's uh the situation. Darren Millard along with Gary Lawless. Gary's my bartender, he's talking me through uh the situation with the Vegas Golden Knights right now. They'll wrap up the five game road trip uh, tomorrow night against the Winnipeg Jets and we'll get into uh that scenario in just a little bit, but uh, but Gary, I'm having trouble keeping up uh, with all the okay. uh, injuries that this hockey club uh, is enduring right now. So, can you, off the top of your head,
1: someone throw me no. a pen?
0: Okay, off the top of your head, give me the injury list. Who's out right now for the Vegas Golden Knights? Right. Because this is this is not tongue in cheek. This is a legitimate challenge for somebody to accurately give me the nine players, the nine regulars that did not play yesterday for the Vegas Golden Knights. What do you have?
1: All right. Right off the top, I've yep. got Stone, Hutton, Howden, Leonard, Pacioretty. Five. McNabb. Yep. Martinez. mm mm-hmm. Ian Yanmark.
0: Yeah. It's eight. You're missing one. Missing one.
1: Yeah, missing a forward. Forward. ready
0: Oh, Riley Smith. There, we are. There that's we go. pretty good. Well done. Pretty good. I, I did that's, it. That's, that's really not good. Pretty good. It's that's perfect. That's uh, that that's well done. You made it nine. I didn't put a clock on you, but, Dude. but you you might have been tight on on that. But that's a, like it's a challenge right now. I've I don't think I've been in a situation where I've been. Consciously trying to come up with a list of names and had trouble doing it. Three or four, yeah. And you might miss somebody who's who's been out a long time. Uh, Let me have but, that pen back for a but, second. So but just, this one's this one's a challenge. And, and you know how I do it? I go forwards, defenseman, and goal. Yeah. Because that's the only way I can keep it straight. So,
1: but just for fun, mm-hmm. let's put a number beside these players uh, in terms of where you know they where they would play in the lineup. Uh,
0: How about the other part is when they might be back? I have no idea about that. Exactly. That's the the, the major troubling part or concerning part.
1: So you, so I put an, a, a number beside where the player would play in the lineup. What's that mean? So Stone and Pacioretty are first-line wingers. Okay. Smith is a second-line winger. Martinez is a number two defenseman. McNabb is a number three. Hutton is a number six, Howden is a fourth line, Leonard is a number one, Ian marks a number three. Yeah. So and Howden at a four with his with his contribution from a goal scoring if, if perspective. He doesn't get hurt. He might yeah. be on his way to twenty. Yeah. Right. You know he he might be f- hitting his first round pick. He might be hitting his uh, his potential first round pick or, or an early second first round pick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Tampa Bay Lightning.
1: Yeah. So uh you go t- 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 go around the league take two number one forwards two number you know a number two forward like that's three out of your top 6 Sh- gone uh Martinez and McNabb that's two out of your top 4 gone I'll Leonard Sh- your number one gone yeah you-, you do that to Toronto Florida Tampa Calgary, Calgary hasn't had They haven't had a hangnail all year. Colorado, you name it. You do it to any of those teams, see what's happening, see, see what will be happening to them right now.
0: Now tell me how many of those players are on your power play, first or second units. So you've got nine out, so eight out well, because Leonard doesn't count.
1: Well, so right off the bat, two, right? Stone yeah. and Pacioretty. I like Martinez on the power play. Yeah. He's got he's on
0: your power play. You
1: know, he, he might be on the second unit, yeah, but it doesn't he's matter. Power he's on the power play. Well Smith has been on the power play yeah. all year.
0: Yeah. So four right there. Four of uh eight skaters. Yeah. Yeah. Big part. There's only five skaters on your power play. Four out so of ten, four out of ten skaters. That's that's half. That's again it gets, yeah, you're almost gets in half. It gets you to the point where you start to realize the real impact on all parts uh, of this lineup. And that's why I asked you earlier about: Does the lineup have to get better, healthier, or does uh, just the, the the players have to improve their game? Yeah, and it's it's a it's a real mix, and I, I lean towards health, but uh, at times here's here's the other fact though: even even challenged teams have to find ways to win. Yeah, and that's that's where they are right now. Yeah. Got to find a way to at least get a couple of points uh, on the road trip. You're, you're in a situation where you might you might go zero and five. That's that's there.
1: There, uh, so there's all these, all these. There's lots of websites that have, you know, they have uh, simulations, mm-hmm. and uh, the losses last week, like those simulations would have had Vegas beating. Philly, Buffalo, and Columbus. Yep. And so when you lose those three games, that takes the, like it revs up the the simulator in reverse. So like Vegas was like an 86% chance to make the playoffs last week. They're probably, you know, well, I saw, saw one where they're 56%. So they've lost 30% in a week. Now, uh, uh, it's all simulation, and it can be, you know, a win tonight will probably give them a boost the other way. Well, it would for sure. But tomorrow night.
0: Vegas entered the season as a Stanley Cup contender. Yeah. Strong Stanley Cup contender yeah. slash favorite, whatever terminology you want to use. Are they now looked at differently? Should Vegas be looked at differently? As in wearing the cape of the underdog?
1: Well, a- a- anything that you say in in those regards, you always say barring injury, right? Mm-hmm. So I- injury has not been barred. Yeah, they're an underdog for sure. Like w- Winnipeg has won three of four and is healthy right now. Vegas is an underdog to them.
0: So we should start looking at them differently now
1: well we we, we can't
0: we can't view them in the same light as the start of the year
1: well i don't absolutely not well like look at the lineup last Mm -hmm. night like there are a whole bunch of players playing way above their station including on the top line like it's like every line had players the only guy playing where he should be playing last night was was jack eichel in the forward group Everybody else should should have been down a spot. And Alex Petrangelo. So should the team adopt that same mentality? I think it would be great. That, to me, would be really smart. Little chip on the shoulder? Well, you know what I mean? Like if I'm Jonathan Marcheseau and I wake up and I turn on the radio in Winnipeg and I hear the, the, the local folks up there saying that, you know, Vegas is prime for a loss and this is our chance to – you know they're down this is our chance to kick them. Uh, that would that would get me fired up just wondering,
0: can you can you benefit from a psychological change of how you look at yourself
1: yeah you know i uh early in my newspaper writing career i was covering a football team and the coach used always us against the world mm. like that was his I you think
0: know. that can be overused, though. Like, and and sometimes it's not even relevant because you got a good it team. Wasn't in relevant it. ever.
1: Like that team won uh, won fourteen of eighteen games, but mm-hmm. it was. But it is relevant because it is you against the world. Uh, no one wants to help the Golden Knights
0: at the start of the year. It was the Golden Knights against three or four teams. Fair not anymore, and and now now it's the Golden Knights against the world.
1: Yeah. Well, Winnipeg is a team that. Uh, is, you know, looking to step over the Golden Knights in the in the wild-card race. So is Dallas. Uh, I'm just calling up the standings. I just think it's... It, Vancouver, it, you Winnipeg. You kind of go
0: back to your roots a little bit here, to year number one. Yeah, for one. sure.
1: Yeah, this is... Uh, um This is what people kind of expected them to go through in year number one, to be, you know... Uh, well, I don't think anyone expected them to be a playoff team, and then when they... Got deeper into the season, was like, oh, they'll fade before it's over. And then, once they got in, you know, what I mean, Drew Doughty saying, "We'll be better than them when when all is said and done." And people believed that. People thought they were going to be uh, a great regular season series uh, story, and they weren't going to, you know, cl- the the clock was going to strike midnight in the first round. It didn't, didn't until the Stanley Cup final.
0: More a big game. Massive. Thursday, Florida at home, yeah, on on a road trip. La, but your first game back that that whole first game after road trip doesn't apply there. Yeah, well, hopefully they and get back. LA and then La on, a on guys Saturday
1: that they can insert into the lineup too. That would be nice.
0: And I, you can't even look past Winnipeg anymore.
1: Can't you? Can't look past the first period tomorrow because you know they, they've managed to find a way to. Trail. They've trailed every game in this series, in this road trip, right?
0: Yeah, yesterday was the first time that they had, they a, lead
1: had a lead in a game
0: yeah. uh, at 2 1.
1: And it didn't last long.
0: Got to take a break. Uh, Golden Knight fans uh, need more hockey. Make sure you check out the newest team in town, the Henderson Silver Knights of the American Hockey League. Single game group and mini suite tickets for home games during this season are on sale now. You can get in touch with the Henderson Silver Knights ticketing team at 702 645 4259. That number, Gary. Write it down, 702-645-4259, or visit HendersonSilverKnights.com to learn more. First game at the Dollar Loan Center coming up on April 2nd. Uh, When we continue, uh, there's some action around the National Hockey League to tell you about. Austin Matthews has been slapped with a suspension, and we'll also bring you up to date uh, on the trade deadline uh, antics in the National Hockey League. We are one week away from the National Hockey League trade deadline. It's nighttime at noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas and all of the VGK social media channels. Live from City National Arena, this is Nighttime at Noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Studio 31 is our home every Monday. Vegas Golden Night Broadcasters bring you Nighttime at Noon today. Darren Millar joined by Gary Lawless getting set for a big game tomorrow night to wrap up the five-game road trip. Vegas against the Winnipeg Jets. Then they're back on Thursday to face Florida and welcoming the Los Angeles Kings team that is in second place right now and continuing to pile up and put some points. Big uh, win for them last night eh, over Florida. Uh, L.A. second place in the Pacific Division. And uh, in between that Thursday night game against Florida and the Saturday game versus the LA Kings, uh, the Vegas Nighthawks will make their debut over at the Dollar Loan Center, so you can be one of the first to join the Vegas Nighthawks family. Secure your seat selection priority today by placing a refundable $20 deposit at nighthawksfootball.com. Full season membership will start at just $10 per ticket per game at the Dollar Loan Center located in Henderson and Gary will be part of that broadcast on Friday night. Looking forward to to that. So hockey, football, you got to put your uh, your helmet on. You got to get uh, engaged. You got to play hard, and you got to make sure that you uh, are engaged and committed on on every play. That's what Vegas has to do tomorrow night against a team that is more desperate than Vegas is right now. If you can say but, that, I
1: don't know about that. I, I would say that the desperate they're the most desperate team Vegas has played on this trip. Mm-hmm. I would hope that the desperation level from the Golden Knights is uh, is equal to uh, to that of the Winnipeg Jets at this at this juncture. Yeah, uh, a
0: huge game. It might just uh, be a game that uh, that determines what Winnipeg does in the in the trade deadline. That is one week from today. So one week from today, the National Hockey League trade deadline will have passed, and we'll be sizing up and recapping all of the uh, the deals, and we'll have uh, a live stream. Uh, on all the Vegas Golden Knights uh, social media channels. So we're looking forward to that.
1: Only one notable trade so far Mm -hmm. to Foley, to to Calgary. Usually there's kind of been, uh, usually, you know, there would have been a whopper by now. I wouldn't call that one a whopper, although he's been really good since he got to Calgary and was, I think that was a really nice pickup from, for Brad for living, but, uh, you know, certainly not a blockbuster.
0: So many teams in LTIR right now. Yeah. That is uh, what I've been told. Is why the teams can't take on uh, the salary right now, and are waiting to see exactly how it, how it's going to shake down.
1: Everyone expected Vegas to be a seller, mm-hmm. to have to clear some cap to make uh, to make room for Jack Eichel, and then now your captain Mark Stone is out, and Martinez is well. There's nine guys we went through the list already, so like it, you know, I I think there's probably going to be a crossroads this this week for Kelly McCrimmon where he has to decide you know what what does the money tell them what does the team tell them you know like, listen if vegas goes and wins the next 3 in a row then there's a different message if they lose the next 3 in a row then there's like you know the the there's context and there are there's levers from the outside that will affect what any, general, what any general manager does. General managers most often when they, you know, after the trade deadline, they'll say, well, the team told me what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, the team earned the opportunity for me to go out and spend assets to try and help them and see if we can go on a run. Or, you know, a general manager will, will sell and the message will be quite clear. We're not good enough, so I'm not going to spend assets. I'm going to try and uh, and redeem assets and I'm going to take expiring contracts and move them.
0: Is it out of the realm of possibility that Vegas could add because of all these injuries?
1: They could do both. You know what I mean? Like they could there might be a contract that they think they want to move and then there might be a guy that they think they they want to I, I do think that these next the, the next week is really important to to to, be, to you know to determine, you know, if they win if they win all 3 it wouldn't and depending on where they are in terms of returning players and the cap, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe Kelly McCormick does say, "Okay, I'm going to add a player. I'm going to I'm going to help get us in to the playoffs, and I'm going to count on more health." And you know, I believe that we're going to be a contender again at, at some point in time if we can get into the dance. What is the biggest piece
0: out there in the 2022? national hockey League trade deadline uh,
1: for me it's Hampus Lindholm I like him a lot mm-hmm. yeah
0: what do you like about him
1: uh you know he's he's got a lot of Alec Martinez in his game he is uh great in both ends steady uh has been on a, has been a good player on a bad team for a while put him on a good team and again just like Martinez you know you took Martinez his numbers with LA were pretty poor you took him out of LA and put him on that Golden Nitro roster, and all of a sudden, he looked like uh, a top four guy again. And uh, Lind- Lindholm would be uh, on any team in the NHL would be uh, would be an important player. Uh,
0: we saw Tyler Toffoli leave from Montreal, but not much else as that new management group gets settled uh, yeah. with their with their team. So they have some decisions to make, and and they they would love to shed uh, some kind of salary. Arizona is another one where I expected more to be happening around that hockey club and there's a there's a handful of players both with term and without term uh that that are in play but i i'm just surprised that that they haven't made any type of deal yet
1: their prices are really high and i think bill armstrong is uh uh is gonna wait and uh i'm sure people have come and kicked tires on on players and and offered prices that he's Sort of thought. Uh uh-uh, uh I'll wait, and uh, some, and my phone will ring on uh, in the last 24 hours, and I'll get I'll get what I need because there will teams will get desperate if you if you if you don't have what. Listen, there's so many factors. Like is your owner breathing down your neck, saying we have to get in the playoffs because I need that playoff gate. So does that get a GM to, you know, to at the last minute to spend more than he would want to spend.
0: And Canadian teams haven't had a playoff gate in three years. Well,
1: you know, it's one of the wisest things uh, I've heard. An owner said to me, my general manager will never be in the second last year of his contract. He'll always, uh, he'll have three, four years Mm -hmm. always, because I never want him managing for his job, making decisions. So, So if you're a general manager and your team's on the bubble, and you think if we don't get in I'm gonna get fired, you make a trade that is a mistake in terms of the the price you pay, gets you in, you get knocked out of the first round, you get fired anyways, and now the new guy comes in and he looks at the the cupboard and there's no draft picks and there's no prospects. So uh, like I ownership is so important in uh in pro sport and for you know, I know more about the National Hockey League than I do about other but other sports, and you need an owner that understands the the, the that understands the CBA, that understands parity, that understands uh, the the vagaries of pro sport. That you know, you might have nine guys. Out of out of your lineup at some point in time. So, like, you want a hands-on owner, but you, uh, uh, you, know, because you want him involved and engaged, and but also one that understands that it's not as easy as I see that building. I want to buy it. I'm going to write a check. Mm-hmm. There's 31 other guys that want to buy that building as well, and so they all have the,
0: checkbooks too. The competition. Do you think Calgary does much in the next week? Yeah, for sure they do. Yeah. What about Edmonton?
1: Yeah, that's an interesting one because uh, Ken Holland has kind of painted himself in a corner by saying he's not going to trade his first-round pick. Well, that's the asset that people want. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the your scout. You have you have a scouting staff that is there. They're, they're like, give me a first-round pick. I'll turn that into an NHL player for you.
0: How aggressive do you think LA is? Because this is their their big jump year. Yeah, probably didn't expect to be second in the Pacific Division at. A week out from the National Hockey League trade deadline, ha, are they comfortable just with the progression, or do they take a real run at this?
1: Well, they have guys that that, that you know, I mean, like Quick and Brown are players that I think that they would trade, uh, and t- to bring in assets or bring in.
0: Uh, do you think they could sell, even though they're no? Know, that would no.
1: That would be that would be those would be players that they could use for. For acquisition, I guess, but you know, who wants those guys? Uh, uh, it's, it's complicated. Look, mm-hmm. I, if I'm Jeff Blake, I'm or sorry, Rob Blake, I'm not using assets on this team. I, I Look at LA. And Just I'm stand like,
0: pat and and be happy with your year.
1: You know what? You guys have done great. Yeah. I'm going to leave you alone. I'm going to keep you together, yeah. and let's see how far you let's see how far you can That's go. That's the
0: way I see it coming too. Yeah, uh, and and you know they got Mark Bergevin there. Uh, nobody knows better than him uh, that you can hit lightning in, could in Carrey, a bottle.
1: Could Carey Price get moved? I don't. Know, he's
0: he's working out. He's on yeah. ice. He's doing drills. I I don't know whether that's realistic.
1: Yeah. At this, if you're just at this if you're one point. of those teams, and all of a sudden you have you know you're a contender, and all of a sudden you have uh, some LTIRs. The problem is is it's ten million. Yeah. So like the Habs would have to say they'd have to eat half.
0: I think that's a summer deal. They'd have to eat half. Uh, what about Nashville? David Poyle loves the big deal.
1: Yeah, he's
0: got Philip Forsberg there. Sounds like he's going to stay. They're they're working on it. They're trying to get it done there. But does Nashville add?
1: He, he you know, he has he has traded like he traded Sam Gerrard. He has mm-hmm. traded pieces in the past. To, he uh, loves the big deal, yeah, and, and there's yeah. nobody who's been
0: around more than David. David's been a general manager for longer than Kyle Davidson. The manager of Chicago has been alive. That gives you an idea of there how long go. he's been around. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know what Nashville does because again, I look at them and I don't see them as a contender. What about Dallas? Yeah, that's a different. That, that's an interesting group because you've got some guys that are older, and you know what's the window. And then I also think that that owner would love some playoff revenue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, these guys have other businesses, and if you if you if you look at their other business how was the, their other business affected by the pandemic?
0: Yeah, well, Dallas was. Dallas got hammered. Restaurants and pandemic. hotels.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, I, I, you know, I don't think he – also, you, you know, I mean, you look at it, where's your relevance in your market. There's so many there, – there's just a million things. that, And those conversations between, you know, the president of hockey operations and the general manager and the owner of an organization, like what those guys talk about behind closed doors – is that's, like, crucial Wouldn't it be
0: fascinating to be in there? Just one year? One trade deadline to be embedded with a team?
1: Yeah. Yes, it would be fascinating. I don't know if I want to be part of those conversations. Mm -hmm. Those those are conversations that, you know, those are... Those guys get fired at times, right? You know what I mean? Like, those conversations are, uh, you know, ownership, rightfully so, wants to know you know, where their team is and where it's going. And it's so hard to predict. It's, it's, it's not, it's an art. It's not a science.
0: can't remember the writer's name, but he did it one year with Columbus and wrote uh, wrote just for an article, a piece. Was it Aaron Portsline? Nope, no. It no. was uh, somebody from, not, not, not there. Scott Burnside. But did it inside. No, uh, nope. I, we'll, we'll brainstorm. Deer Joyce? Yes, yeah. yes. There you go. Thank you. Uh, did it for an article. And went and began, was embedded with Doug McClain. Yeah. Came out and wrote a book later, but that wasn't part of the deal with Doug. Never forgave him. because Too bad. Because there was all the uh, secrets came out, right? I love Doug. I don't love, love him the, as much as you. Well, he's my buddy. That's yeah. why. And he's my neighbor. Yeah. Got to keep your neighbors close, right? Sure. He's, uh, he's good. Uh, we worked together a long time.
1: He gave uh, me a hard time.
0: Well, he, he was all over you. Yeah. I can't believe you would even come back on after that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a break. And we'll I get was into, right. Uh, he was to... <laughs> We went to the Stanley Cup. He didn't. Uh, Austin Matthews and uh, the penalty that uh, has been handed down as we just hang out. And, and Gary talks me through this hour. Uh, if you're listening in uh, Winnipeg uh, where the Golden Knights play tomorrow night, you're all excited about the Golden Knights coming to town and, uh, and seeing the team for the first time in a while all over North America as you tune in on the social media channels as well as Fox Sports. Las Vegas. We'll be back after this. Eight. We're back to nighttime at noon on your home for the Vegas Golden Knights, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Always scares me when Gary Lawless takes his headset off during the commercial break because he never knows when we're coming back. And then he gets into a conversation. You might overhear something that you're not supposed to hear. I think that
1: the I think that the listener likes the Casualness? No, the gorilla sort of uh, behind the scenes aspect of uh, mm. of the headset coming on late, and uh, maybe some uh, juicy tidbits uh, possibly mm-hmm. getting sprinkled in.
0: What do you know about uh, indoor football league? Vegas w- Nighthawks on Friday.
1: Well, I know Mike Davis is a really good football coach. Uh, has had success in uh, in indoor football. Uh, when he was in Nebraska, and then he went up to the Canadian Football League and was uh, with uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and then the Toronto Ar- Argonauts, and I've uh, gotten to know Mike a little bit. Intense guy. Uh, it's really interesting. He does everything. Like, he, he he's done laundry for that organization, for this organization at some point in time. Like, that's the kind of – it's like in, you know, minor league baseball where the manager – you know, has to hand out the meal money. There's, you know, he's got it. He is involved in everything from the, you know, putting the organization together to working hand-in-hand with sponsorship uh, to working hand-in-hand with ticketing uh, with the people putting the building together, and then he's got to, you know, run tryouts, run a training camp, and then get ready to play games. Mm -hmm. And then once the game starts, put the headset on, and call the game. So it is, uh, he's incredibly involved. His fingerprints are, are all over it. And uh, I expect that they'll be a, a, a good team. I, I think they'll have success.
0: You know what I'm interested to see about uh, the Vegas Nighthawks is where's the best place to sit for indoor football? Normally uh, in, a, in a regular stadium, I think your prime seats are middle of the way uh, up on the side. Yeah. But in the indoor game, maybe the end zone's even better. I, I, I don't know. Or or right down low because yeah. you're so close to the to the field. It,
1: it depends on what you want, you know what I mean? Like I have a friend who has glass seats to the Golden Knights and he uh <laughs> he's lucky enough to have glass seats and a box. Hmm. And so he flips. He'll go down for a period, sit at the glass for a period to get that feel of the you know, the, the adrenaline and being yeah. up against uh up against the physicality, and then I'll go upstairs and watch the game from uh, from a higher level. I can't really watch from anywhere but upstairs now. Uh, it's uh, I've wa- I've been watching from from a press box for you know thirty years, and that's uh, s- some scouts like to sit in corners. Mm-hmm. Some uh, some like to be up top. It, it uh, just depends.
0: They were testing out the scoreboard over at the Dollar Loan Center, and yeah. uh, Coach Mike just happened to be there, and they had ninety-nine, ninety-nine up uh, on the, as the score, and he said, "You guys got to make sure that that can get to uh, three digits." Yeah because he expects a, a lot of scoring uh, to happen. 100-plus points is, is what he's predicting. So oh, that's coming great. up uh, on Friday. Vegas Nighthawks uh, making their debut at the Dollar Loan Center. So go to Craggy Range, have your dinner, go in and, uh, and enjoy all the action. And, of course, Gary's part of the broadcast. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs have learned that uh, their star player and Rocket Richard leader, Austin Matthews, has been tagged with a two-game suspension yeah. for cross-checking yesterday in the Heritage Classic outdoor game.
1: It's he's not a dirty play player. It's a dirty play. Uh, he, if he had to hit him in the sh- shoulder and then slid up, you know, it's just a fine or, or major penalty or whatever. I can't but believe
0: Darlene didn't go down.
1: He gets him directly. It, it sticks straight to neck, and uh, it, that's it. That uh, I thought maybe one, uh, but uh, really it, it, one or two. Yeah, you know, one wouldn't have surprised me. The guy has no history um but uh it uh you do a little bit of research and uh uh that that's pretty much what they always give for those uh for those those that type of cross check the cross check like can be the most dangerous like this even swinging a stick you do not have as much force as you do with that cross check like, that can be that can 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 be very debilitating very dangerous. What a
0: bonus for the people watching this episode of Nighttime at Noon. To be able to see you physically illustrate what a cross-check is and what a slash is. Yeah. Like, that takes people inside. Really.
1: That is Darren making fun of me, everybody. He knows I'm how to not. do it.
0: I'm not. making fun of you. then he denies it. it.
1: He does it all the time, and then he denies it. I was going to talk about your shirt the whole show, and I never did. Yeah, it's a new one. Right out of the wrapper. First time I ever worn it. Looks like a light break. Yeah. Little
0: right. pins. I like it. We should get out and play again.
1: Sure. Sounds great. Yeah.
0: We've always had fun when we played golf together. We've never
1: played golf together. That's so why we've always had fun playing go. golf
0: together. Never had a bad time, have we? Jared, Jared Justice. time at noon. Thanks, uh, thanks for your to, great work uh, today, yeah, buddy. Jared Justice uh, guiding us way through. Uh, we'll be back in the VGK Insider Show later on today. <laughs> what a Jared's clown. a great guy.